Welcome to Religiosanity, episode eight. I'm here with Pastor Andrew. Hello, Peter. What do you have for us today? I, I thought that we can return back to uh, our uh, original theme of uh, Ugaritic literature and talking about deities there and to goddesses. Uh, yes. And, uh, love poetry, or some people would almost call it uh, religious pornography or something like okay, that. Okay, so, now you've got our attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so this will be about a goddess otherwise unknown or very, very on the fringes of uh, biblical tradition. That was a great um, surprise uh, when uh, Ugaritic texts uh, surfaced. Uh, 90 years ago, and that goddess is goddess Anat. And um, hardly ever mentioned in the Bible, uh, really mostly preserved in uh, like uh, personal names or local names, names of the places uh, like Anatot, uh, uh, which is one of the locales uh, in uh, local names in the Hebrew Bible, there is a person uh, named after goddess Anat, uh, I think a son of uh, Shamgar uh, is son of Anat, uh, that's one of the judges, but uh, um, that's that, that's about it, uh, you, you know, you, you, you don't have much mention of this goddess and then uh, here is Ugar Ugaritic literature with uh, suddenly this prominent role. Huh. Uh, for this goddess, um, she is uh, a partner, lover uh, of God Baal, or Baal, as it is pronounced in America sometimes, and uh, plays quite prominent role in uh, Ugaritic mythology. So, um, and that, are all the the goddesses hooked up with a god? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, they are goddesses of, uh, you know, like female sexuality uh -huh. uh, and and childbearing and these kind of things. And I'm not aware of them. They are called daughters of. I see. But so that would be a uh, connection. Right. Uh, but uh, otherwise. Um, not necessarily, really. Yeah. But uh, Goddess Anad is uh, definitely uh, connected with Baal. He's the partner, lover, uh, but at the same time is uh, independent force uh, of, uh, of herself. Uh, she is clearly important goddess of Northwest Semitic uh, people, played marginal role in the Bible, but was known in Egypt and paired there very often with goddess Ashtart. Most likely her name was derived from uh, the word Ambat, which simply means force, hmm. perhaps uh, violence. Uh, so she is goddess of love, fight and hunt. Uh, just guessing from what she is associated uh, in Ugaritic mythology. So one of the early things when you are reading uh, Ugaritic mythology, you will come across uh, 
her being described as an, a fighter. You know, she is fighting uh, in a valley. She is the, she battles in between two towns. Uh, she is smiting people on the shore. Uh, she eliminates men mm. of the sunrise. And the, those violent images are coming, you know, uh, underneath her, like balls were heads of fighters. And above her, like locusts, were cut hands of mm. uh, her enemies. Uh, like grasshoppers, piles of palms of warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it, wow. it does not stop there. She yeah. then fastens heads to her back or wow. to her lo loins. Wow. Uh, uh, she attaches palms under her belt, you know, like collecting trophies. Yeah. Uh, uh, her knees uh, were deep in the blood of soldiers up to her thighs. Uh, wow. in the gore of warriors you know so here you have uh, really this this is also a depiction of uh, goddess anat uh, and then she is a sweet lover of uh, god baal <laughs> you know and so she can kind of she has this split personality or combined personality i would mm -hmm. not call it split it's more like one side and the other, mm -hmm. you know, complementing each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so when, when Baal is in danger, she would uh, jump and mm -hmm. be suddenly very vicious and violent, mm -hmm. uh, fighting for, for her lover. So that's... Uh, From what we know of Baal, they, they seem like a good pair. Because yeah, uh, Baal yeah, yeah. Is he is a uh, thunder <laughs> and, and, yeah. and somehow unpredictable. And yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that's... Uh, and, but uh, she is always called virgin, mm. even though uh, there are texts, and uh, here we are coming to that love poetry or mm -hmm. uh, um, almost pornographic poetry, uh, when... Um, when she is engaged in uh, sex with Baal, mm. you know, it's, it's difficult to say whether it is uh, in her person or in some of her representations mm. uh, based upon uh, those texts, which are unfortunately here quite broken, mm. you know, but um, she, she spreads her wings uh, and, and flies towards her lover in uh, towards uh, Shamak, pastures filled with wild oxen mm -hmm. uh, and uh, valiant Baal lifted up his eyes. He lifted his eyes and saw, indeed he saw Virgin Anat, the loveliest among Baal's sisters coming. To her he hurried and stood, at her feet he bowed and fell down. He lifted up his voice and cried, Life, sister, and longevity be yours. Mm. The horns of your power, Virgin Anat, and imagine those are deities depicted with those horns, mm. you know, like uh, Viking helmets, yeah. but, you know, they, they wear horns. Uh, the horns of your power, Virgin Anna, the horns of your power, let Baal may anoint. Let Baal anoint them in your flight. 
You know, so this is like they are meeting now, yeah. you know. And Virgin Annette lifted up her eyes and lifted up her eyes and saw and saw a cow. So here uh, Baal is depicted uh, in a form of an oxen, you oh. know, or of a cow. And she turned to walking. She turned into walking. She turned into convulsions into the graceful, beautiful pangs of kosharat or kotharat. Those are those, um, uh, kotharats are the goddesses of uh, female sexuality. Uh, you know, so that's oh, probably associated so with conception or right. intercourse or uh, we really don't know. And then the cow gave birth, a bull for virgin Anat, and then hefeir for the dove of lamb, that's her, one of the epithets of, of Anat, mm. you know. So, uh, you know, we don't know whether that was really naturalistically portrayed or thought of with gods themselves or those deities being represented by, by animals. Animals, yeah. Yeah, 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 by uh, farm animals right. here, you know. And and that also ties in that uh, really that what we can call the sexual revolution, uh, understanding that from the sex we have babies, uh, that it came with the beginning of um, agriculture. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that knowledge actually allowed agriculture or the beginning of agriculture brought with it also the knowledge uh, of, of the mystery of, of sex. Hmm. Here we have like the older version of it uh, than, than some other texts would give us. So, uh, and isn't it interesting yeah. that, that she, she remained a virgin after this this thing like they want to keep her a virgin oh it's it's a perpetual yeah. virginity you, you know it's 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 uh, and and pardon me and i know that you are roman catholic so uh, <laughs> yeah. but but you know mary is a virgin even after giving birth right am right. i right yeah for sure you, you yeah, see but, so but, but there's no depiction of a of a of a sexual act like this in, you know, it's I mean, this, it's this, difficult this to say. Like even this is also, as I said, they are they they might be substituted by animals. Right, but the animal. Well, the, but I'm saying there's still a depiction of there. there there's a there, convulsions. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and all and other that. things. Yeah. So it's 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 complex. You, yeah. you know, but in religion. Um, Mathematics does not work, and direct <laughs> logic does not necessarily right. always work. Right. And at the same time, when you think about it, we recognize a deeper wisdom behind it also. So, for what the myth, what what the what the myth means, and yeah. uh, what it tries to to portray. Right. Uh, and so um, it's really well. Even to go further, when you try to break it down logically, you're you're losing the, the myth's power. Mm -hmm. Is that would that be yes, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it needs to be uh, uh, metaphorical nature of it mm -hmm. is an integral part. Yeah, it's essential. It cannot be uh, eliminated. And as soon as you start to too closely right. portray those metaphors. And think of them uh, factually, 
it loses its power. Mm -hmm. You know, you can turn it into a f some kind of a fundamentalism, but then it, it disintegrates mm -hmm. and, and loses its true meaning. Uh, but we can go further even, because uh, on the next tablet, uh, we hear about Baal being hot. Uh, which could be horny or something yeah. of that kind, you know, so and mm. and grasping her That's mm. the verb used there, but yeah. you know, we should probably say maybe touching, yeah. you know it, be, uh, Her by her belly or pussy. Oh, wow, you know, but interestingly uh, like in in mythology often and uh, Anad was hot as well and grasped him by wow. by his private parts, wow. you know, by his scrotum. That's the, the term used there, uh -huh. uh, most likely. Again, you know, these terms are not that common yeah. <laughs> uh, to give us uh, great certainty. Right. You know, but... You can't uh, check them with some, uh, some others. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they are not that often used in literature. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in written language, but you can kind of guess, yeah. you know, or understand some of the innuendo being uh, here yeah. portrayed. Uh, and then Baal turned into a ball, bull, uh -huh. and the virgin Anat into, and then it is broken, uh -huh. you know, into a cow, probably, some, or something, something yeah. like half hair, yeah. you know, or something like that. So, uh, and then it is broken, unfortunately, yeah. you know. So here you have it. And, and so that. Um, First of all, uh, whenever you have deities in these texts, uh, they are never really talking. They are always crying or screaming. <laughs> so uh, they are in, in their foreplay is uh, never um, is, is portrayed with a similar attitude. Mm -hmm. So it is more intense. Whatever mm -hmm. gods do is more intense. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we have uh, most likely the uh, proper translation would be grasping, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, rather than just touching, yeah. you know, or something like that. Uh, yeah. But that's just common to the mythology, as I said, yeah. you know, gods act intensely. So even yeah. the verbs are used intensely. If we then use hermeneutics and try to translate it into current idioms, we should probably use more gentle uh, language, you know. But then there is this kind of discussion, uh, you, you know, should we be more literal so right. that people can get this kind of information about gods being always a little hype? Yeah. <laughs> or should we translate it so that it kind of better translates and people can better understand that this is not necessarily a sign of uh, rape or viciousness, uh, you, you, you know, there or sexual violence. Yeah. It's not. It's simply that gods are more intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, that, that, that's... Um, that that's the that that's the story about uh, love uh, being in the in the ancient that's mythology amazing. was integrated into the religion. Yeah. Uh, in the Bible, we have uh, something similar, an attempt to integrate erotics or eroticism and 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 sexuality through the Song of Songs. Mm -hmm. 
because if we completely bracket that out or push it out, uh, it's it then that realm of life is uh, then um, exposed to all sorts of uh, different exploitations. Mm. Or if it is not lovingly embraced, now pun intended almost, uh, mm -hmm. by religion, uh, then the religion has uh, the only tool and that is proscribing and prescribing. Mm -hmm. You know, like we are seeing uh, with fundamentalists right. or within Roman Catholic tradition. Yeah. To a large extent, you yeah. know, giving orders, you yeah. know, this has to be done this way, this is uh, outlawed, this must not be done, and, and so on. And and that's a little pity, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, this ancient approach of integrating into the, the, the faith or religious realm all aspects of life uh, is... Uh, is commendable. It's 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 an I, I think a right approach yeah. uh, to that, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, uh, yeah. you, you know, in our talk about it. And I know you warned us a couple of weeks ago, not to uh, uh, simplify the idea that long ago they did not understand thunder, and then that's when they they started to mm -hmm. come up with the idea of of a God making thunder because there's no other explanation. But is there any connection between these people not understanding the sexual mm -hmm. impulse, the sexual um, mystery of what this is? Like mm -hmm. the idea that something comes, you know, lustfully in them, mm -hmm. they engage in the mm -hmm. act a baby is born <laughs> like this, this very odd they can't wrap their arms around and they have to mm -hmm. uh, mythologize it with with no uh, it, it uh, was I, I think Peter, I, I think that was their way of talking about it mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you, you know Anad is creative and destructive as we saw yeah I try to portray her. And, you know, that is our um, experience with, with sexuality. Sexuality is constructive and can be very destructive. Right. And, and, you know, uh, when, when not uh, kept under control or within certain bounds, it can, it can rip life and ruin lives, not only of one person, not only of those two engaged in it, but entire families and everything, yeah. you, you, you know. Uh, so I, I, I think that that was their way of talking. Anad was maybe like personification of that violent mm. lust and sexuality. Mm. And this was their way of dealing with it, uh, you know. And so, you know, saying when something was happening which they would not approve, they had this goddess which had both <laughs> aspects, yeah. and they would say, so and so is possessed by Anna now, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. so be careful. Yeah. Say, for instance, you know, or uh, something like that. And. Almost like a religious way of thinking about the world. Mm -hmm. 
Like we have now more a psychological or scientific approach where we are studying the levels of hormones and, uh, you know, neurotransmitters and all these. And, and their way of was more poetic and, and, and would use these divine metaphors there, yeah. you know. And, and so saying that, you know, they did not understand, they, they did understand. And this was their way of understanding. Mm. And, and ridiculing it is, uh, is also an, a sign of misunderstanding, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, because they preserved in that uh, substantial amount of their wisdom and understanding. Mm -hmm. And part of it is also that that, that was a time of, of uh, we, we talked about it also, I think, before. It was an oral period. They did not have that many written yeah. records. So the best way of preserving this wisdom yes an experience from generation to generation is to is to tell stories if you don't tell stories it becomes almost impossible to memorize it yeah you, you know you cannot memorize the uh, tables of neurotransmitters yeah but you can remember the story about goddess anat and her yeah mischievous behavior with God Baal, you know, or what Baal did, or, mm -hmm. and, and you can code into those stories, these experiences. And the information. And, yeah. and, you know, in a similar way, you have it in the Bible, you know, God is, I'm, God is it's not there prominently mentioned, but you have patriarchs behaving in a very different and sometimes disreputable way. Uh, throughout the Bible, you know, and it'll be almost for, for another uh, episode, yes. you know, talking about uh, biblical patriarchs behaving badly. Uh, and, you know, it can be actually argued, and there are scholars who argue that many of these uh, stories, uh, which are larger than life, are actually uh, secularized myths, mm. you know, stories of gods, brought down uh, to a human level mm -hmm. in a process of, as we talked about it, monotheization, mm -hmm. you know, because they recognized that in these, in those myths, there, there was a wisdom which they wanted right. to preserve. And so they, they took it into uh, and transfer and they couldn't keep it to gods because there's only one god now so yes so really they, they kind of partly yeah. uh, wrap it around patriarchs yeah you know and the patriarchs became human mm -hmm. uh, but still preserved some of those intricacies say uh, within the families and and so on what originally was uh, passed on as models of behaviors or warnings of behaviors originally with gods when and got transferred on Abraham and Sarah and mm -hmm. Isaac and uh, Israel and and his wives you know and when you look at those <laughs> tricky behaviors there uh, and and problems you actually can sense some of it coming from this background. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been very interesting, once again. Mm.
thank you for having me and uh, let us talk next time about something completely different. Until next time.